But false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction, and many will follow their sensuality, and because of them the way of truth will be blasphemed, and in their greed they will exploit you with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle, and their destruction is not asleep. Because this is for the last. This is for the last. This is Reformed Raza. Reformed Raza. Back at it again. Back with at it again. Episode. With another episode. <laughs> my name is Martin Velasquez. And my name is not. I got my name is Justin Corona, and we have a special guest with us today. What's up? What's up, everybody? This is Pastor Vic right here. Come on. He's back. We back. We back. That's right. What is he? The Undertaker back from the dead? He came? <laughs> <laughs> you have to come out with your eyes white, and then the, the lights are going to turn dark right now. You're going to come out with a bunch of fog and the music. Anyways, anyways, but yeah, gracias for tuning in once again. Today is gonna be very important, I believe, because we're gonna get deep today. We're gonna get deep, and we're gonna touch on the the topic of false teachers, false teaching, Damn. heresy, heretics, blasphemy. What we live in an age where. A lot of information is at the tip of our fingers, or actually, <laughs> or even, or even rolled off the tongue because we could. Now there's a what is what's that Amazon thing? I have no idea what you're talking about. The speaker where you just oh, talk to Alexa it, thing? Alexa, right? Oh, yeah, you don't even yeah, have to yeah, touch yeah. your phone. You could just speak to Alexa and ask her questions. Alexa, she'll tell you some heresies. <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so we're gonna touch on that today, and uh, we're gonna talk about what defines. Uh, False teaching. What qualifies as heresy, false uh-huh. teaching, blasphemy? And we're going to go through it. And just a little uh, side note. This is not an attack on anybody. Or, you know, if, if, if we mention someone that you listen to, uh, this is not... Don't, don't take it personally, please, because um, <laughs> I don't even know you. But uh, it's not against anybody personally. We want to do a biblical examination of these things because the scripture mm-hmm. says that there are false teachers and false teachings. Mm-hmm. It seems like uh, what Shai Lin said on his song, uh, False Teachers, is very true. He says, today the only heresy is to say that there is heresy. In this, in this day that we want to be so accepting and not judging nobody, uh, we let the heresies and heretics slip under the cracks and have invaded our churches. And so if the Bible says that there's false teachers and false teachings, well, then I guess that means there's false teachers and false teachings, right? Is this something that's new? No, this has been going on all the way back Dang. since... I would say Genesis. Adam and Eve. Yeah, Adam and Eve. Who was the, fo- the first false teacher? Satanás. The snake. Questioning the, snake. the truth. Yeah. And, and then we have Eve, which is adding to the scripture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, is, which says, uh, lest we die. 
Yeah, no, 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 if, no, no, if no, we eat of it and if we touch it. Oh yeah, touch it. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's nothing that's new to God. I mean, this is something that's been there since the beginning. And then even too, Jesus goes on to warn people during his three year, um, I guess you would call ministry. it ministry. Ministry goes on to warn about false teachers and teachings that will come after him. Yeah. What do you have to say about this, Victor? No, I think we have to real, realize that there is false teaching because I don't think a lot of people want to admit that there is false teaching. Just anybody who has the label Christian or the label pastor automatically, I mean, the people want to assume, oh, he's right or there's something different about him. But I think it's very important to not be deceived because that, that goes throughout all scriptures. Jesus yeah. tells you not to be deceived. Paul tells you not to be deceived. Yeah. Peter, John, all all the epistles tells you do not be deceived. So I think there has to be a realization that there is false teaching. And we got to be aware of what we're hearing and what we're reading. Yeah, uh, that's very true. And that's, uh, I mean, that's very accurate. You know, like I said, uh, we're in a day and age where nobody wants to judge anybody. Everyone mm-hmm. wants to be accepted. Uh, I mean... That's good to to a certain point, but we need to be students of the Bible that mm-hmm. are able to be bold and call out false teachings for what it is. Yeah, not to be a yes man to yeah. the person next to you because okay. you are afraid of um, losing a relationship or even just just coming off as someone that's judgmental. But instead, we should be coming off as a brother or sister looking for the correction of another person for the benefit of the gospel. Yeah, amen. So what qualifies then as a false teaching then? The, the definition of it. Mm-hmm. I would say anything that goes against um, the gospel itself. Yeah. Faith alone and Christ alone through grace alone, scripture alone. Basically the five the solas. God. Yeah. Anything that goes against the five solas, the Protestant Reformation. We'll yeah. do an episode on that later on. Um that would be considered, I think, a false teaching. No, yeah, of course I agree. Yeah. So yeah. No. Oh, I was gonna say even too, <clears throat> like we mentioned earlier, like under this umbrella of false teachings, some of the things that we can point out that would fall under this category would be like, like how we mentioned things that are spoken out of context. Yeah. Which mo- which most times, um, if someone is. Um, false teaching they'll use a scripture out of context to benefit their study yeah or the or or even just for their own benefit if they're trying to gain something from it and then um another thing too is that if it preaches something other than the gospel that jesus christ spoke and that's something that paul addresses in in uh, the letter to timothy and lastly i I would add something that is added to the scripture so it's not Mm. Necessarily a scripture taken out of context, but it's something that is added to it, which is something that the Pharisees were known to have done with the law um, coming until the time of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to agree with the same thing that anything that goes against or contradictory to what the Bible has already written, because that's God's written word right there. Mm -hmm. As uh, Timothy says that all scripture is God breathed. Everything, you know, if anything that goes against the Bible, then I'd say it's considered a false teaching or anybody who denies Jesus, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Would, uh, I consider them false teachers as well. Denies, denies the very character of God. I would even go as far to say that that would be a false teaching. You have these people uh, saying God, God the woman, 
You guys heard that? Oh, I heard oh, that, that <laughs> one, yeah. <laughs> the, people are saying it. People are singing it now. I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> The Ariana Grande thing, that song, God is a Woman. God is a Woman. That is, see, that's a perfect yeah. example of blasphemy. Mm-hmm. When you directly say something or go against the very nature and character of God. Yeah. That's blasphemy. So anybody listening to that song or that person, uh, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so what scriptures then would speak out to us when it comes to false teachings? I would say we have whole epistles written against false teaching. Amen. We got the book of Galatians. We got the book of Colossians. We got Second Peter. We got Second Basically John. almost every epistle, right? A lot of it, yeah. Well, think about it. Um, even if you read the book of Romans, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, if, if you're a Catholic, if you <clears> read the book of Romans... You're gonna come out of being a Christian because it just goes directly. That's if against. you if you take the word for what it yeah. is and apply it. Yeah, you're gonna have to end up becoming a Protestant, mm-hmm. and Wait. that's the and that's what the whole Protestant Reformation was about. You see, uh, Martin Luther, like you know, he was a Catholic monk. I relate to this man a lot, you know. Not because you guys share the name. Not only that, <laughs> but the same zeal, you know. what I mean, we we got it. It just, it just comes with the name, but. He was trying. He was trying very hard to please God, and he did everything that the Catholic Church was requiring of him. He took on the mission trips. He, you know, the, even whipped himself, and you know, all the services and the Hail Marys, and he could not find peace with God. Mm-hmm. And so one day he opened up the scriptures and he read. Uh, I think it was in uh, uh, Malachi or Micah, one of those two. And I mean, it's it's quoted in the Book of Romans where it says, "The just shall live by faith." And he felt converted, regenerated, and it's, and it's like the the windows of heaven were opened up to receive him. He, <gasps> <laughs> oh, 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 that sounded a little bad. Yeah, you drink some water, bro. Let me drink something. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah, his soul was tormented before he came to even hate God. But when he read that scripture, that he doesn't have to work for his salvation, mm-hmm. that he can just live by faith and faith alone. That's where we get, you know, sola fide from, that that's all that is required for salvation. So when the Catholic Church comes and says, um, you got to do this, and you got to do that, and you got to earn grace and merit, you know, get leftover grace from, from the dead saints and do pilgrimages and Hail Marys and all kinds of sacraments and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that that's how you find your salvation. And even then, you're not sure because you can you can commit uh, a mortal mortal sin and then lose your salvation. All kinds of nonsense, you know. But when when he says the just shall live by faith alone, that's when he realized that the Catholic Church was not preaching or teaching what the scriptures actually said. And that's basically the line in the sand yeah. between Christianity and every. Actually, I would say real Christianity mm-hmm. against everything else. Yeah, because we hold sola scriptura. Mm-hmm. Scripture alone is the authority for faith and practice. Yeah. So anything that goes uh, against the gospel itself, any works, any works-based salvation, anything that you have to do in order to gain salvation, that already automatically right there is a false teaching. Well, actually, if if I can, real quick, just. Read Galatians chapter 1, verse 6. <clears throat> and actually, I'll start in uh, verse 8. It says, But even if we 
or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. And here this is Paul addressing the church in in, uh, Galatia. And he goes on to talk about false teachings. And here he's even going to the extreme that if he himself, Paul, or if uh, an angel were to, were to preach to them a gospel contrary to the, to the one that was already preached, which is that of Christ Jesus, that let, let them be accursed by it. Which is basically <laughs> uh, that's, that's a, a lot trip. of the, the new things that are going on today. Actually, not new, not but new, but think about this, dude. Jehovah's Witness, Mormons, Mormons, Muslims, <laughs> and even uh, yeah. uh, Catholics in in Mexico because they say that the la, oh, that's why uh, they call her yeah the, the la reina de, de Mexico mm-hmm. porque um, the Virgin Mary quote unquote Virgin um, appeared to somebody in what Mexico. What was that guy's name though? That started talking no, about no that. No idea, but allegedly I always see his appeared, picture. Yeah. He, he looks like a young dude with the. Oh, that's something now. That's oh, all no? Because didn't he also have like a some type something of vision like that, yeah. and about the Virgin Mary? You know the Antocha or something like that. I don't know what the heck. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, so think about that. Uh, an angel appeared to Muhammad and told him to write the Quran. Uh, uh, God And this was unquote, after Christ Yeah 600, Mind 700 years after Yeah before. after Christ Yeah And so Even uh, Joseph Smith mm-hmm. Allegedly Jesus, God and Jesus Two separate beings Are automatically right there That's that's a red flag Appeared to him And said All the, all the religions are false You need to start the correct religion In the 1800s yeah, this is within the past 200 years. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's like, if that were true, uh, then God let false teaching and false teachers, everything in error, go on for 1,800 years. Mm-hmm. That's not correct at all. What, what about um, people that have said that they have died and gone to heaven or have died and gone to hell? Would that be a false teaching? Well, I would say um, Paul even says, I knew a man... Who ascended to the third heaven, and he and he's and he's speaking. He's basically speaking in third, third person. In third person. Yeah. He, and which means Paul went to to and he saw heaven before he left this earth, and he says that those things are not should not be written about. Mm-hmm. They the, should not be spoken of. They're not permitted. They're not permitted. So so all of these books that you know went to hell and then you know buy my book or yeah. uh, what's that movie of uh, the heaven one the. With the little kid that went to yeah, heaven, supposedly. Yeah, uh, what's it called? Oh, man. I know what you're heaven, talking about. Heaven is, home heaven heaven is, is for, for real. For real, yeah, yeah, that one, yeah, yeah. And did you I know mean, that that kid even ended up, like, retracting his whole experience? Really? Yeah. Dang. When he was, like, later on as a teenager, he'd be like, oh, you know, honestly, I, I, don't, I don't really know if that actually happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> but they made money off of it. You better But if you think that. about it, those people that's, what are they really talking about it. yeah they talk about their experience quote unquote right but then like is it like oh you know i experienced this so believe in the gospel i guess that, that would be the goal if they're really doing it from i guess because a because right motive we or draw people heart? to the gospel because of our, i don't i don't need some little kid to mm-hmm. die and have a life and death experience for me to be convinced that that heaven is for real like, shouldn't yeah I that, that's where we go to solo uh, scriptura right yeah. i was gonna say that i think that's why we should read the book of revelation yeah, yeah. it's already revealed what's, what's gonna happen yeah yeah <laughs> i mean 
Revelation 21 right there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, so anything that goes against that, it would be false teaching. So, moving on. Uh, so, or also, also before, before we go to what, well, we're, let's go to actual false teachings then. Of, yeah. So uh, that we so, hear today then. So today, what would what is considered under this umbrella of false teaching? Because just as we address false teaching is anything that is contrary to the gospel, anything that is taken out of context or even added to the word itself. So then what today do we see would fit under this category of false teachings? Well, the easy one would be the prosperity gospel. Mm-hmm. What, what does that encompass, though? It's an earthly focus on material blessing. Mm. And it just gives you a perspective of the here and now and doesn't let you focus on God, His character, and who Jesus is and the eter- eternal glory that we're going to inherit. It focuses on my best life right now. So, so I guess the, the hope would be to get a better house. Yeah. Or to get a better car. That yeah. job you always wanted. Or, uh, yeah. you know, our hope is to, to get that raise. That God will bless your business. What about healing? Healings. Uh, see, that that's a tricky one. Because mm-hmm. anybody that is sick is going to pray for healing, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. We, we hope for that. But the reality is that not everybody will be healed. So I guess then what, what defines that as being a false teaching is if a pastor were to say that if you pray this, it will happen. Right? See, they're guaranteeing something that God has not guaranteed. Yeah. This, they're, they're basically saying um, God will always heal. Mm-hmm. Always, 100% of the time, if you have enough faith. Damn. So if you don't have enough faith and your kid ends up dying from cancer, it's because you did not believe strong enough. Or, or maybe you didn't sow that seed that or you were you supposed to. Give money you didn't give to money to Criflo Dollar. Or you didn't give money to <laughs> Kenneth Copeland or anybody. You messed up somewhere, and that's yeah. why your prayer was in That is so false right that there. That is man. a horrible, horrible teaching. Mm-hmm. It does damage and it, and it hardens people to the actual gospel of our Lord you know Jesus what? Christ. I'm sorry, real, real quick. Um, uh, when I used to work in construction, I had uh, my my foreman. Um, during lunch, we would talk, and, and I remember we got on the subject of just church because uh, I had my Bible out, and we went to lunch together this one time, and he was telling me, you know, I, I used to be a Christian when I used to live on the East Coast. I was like, what happened? He's like, well, long story short, my, because he had a son previous. He was like five years old. He said, I had a son that was five years old. He got sick and ended up passing away. Mm. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, but that wasn't the worst part. The worst part was that the church we were serving at came over after the day of the funeral and they came over and supported. They're supposedly trying to encourage us, but instead started asking us what we did wrong that would have oh, caused see? our son oh. to die. Ooh. Oh, and goodness. and he said, you know, I was I wanted to do so much things, but instead I just told everyone to get out. Oh, my and it goodness. was from and he said that was the last time he ever went to church. The true stories, man. These are real people that actually get really hurt by these kinds of doctrines, man. Mm-hmm. And man, I cannot believe, like, can't believe it that. 
you see Joel Osteen's videos, Benny Hinn's videos, kind of Copeland's video, and the millions of views still. People are actually still receiving this kinds of teaching. Yeah. Like, it's I, I, that really, like, blows my mind. Like, what the heck, dude? Like, how can people still be falling for this, man? But, you know, I don't know. Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's sad because uh, just, like, you know, adding to uh, Justin's story, it's like... Yeah. Uh, they get to the people that are, are really sick yeah. or are really desperate for like, oh man, I need to be healed. I have this cancer. I'm going through, I'm in the hospital and the only thing that they can do is turn on to TBN. Oh, and that's man. where, you know, sow your seed or, or you know, uh, you're about to die or something. Let's pray for you. Just send us your money or or, yeah. or sign your, um, uh, what is that? Sign, your, they'll, they'll tell you, people have given away their the, the deeds to their homes, their land. And giving it all the way to these teachers in hopes that they would be healed. Man, if, if you that's guys had that. a video camera that's on us right now, you'll see a lot of shaking heads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, man, that's just oh, wrong. Man, that's that really, wrong. Oh, man, that really does really just really upset me. Like, seriously, dude, because, mm-hmm. like, if Jesus Christ has given us a perfect salvation, a perfect gift from the Father, that's eternal life, and even in, in the... Hebrews chapter 11, the, the hall of faith, where it says that some people didn't even live to see the promise. But seeing it afar off, they, if they had been given an opportunity to return, they would have. But now they, have, they, see a, they seek a better country mm-hmm. whose builder and maker is God. So our focus as Christians is on eternity. Not on this earth, because we know that this earth is going to pass away. This earth will fade away with all this, with all its pleasures and desires. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna go away. You know, We're n- none of us here that are alive today are gonna be here a hundred years from now, and all this would be for nothing. So to focus on right now, right here, it takes your eyes off of Jesus, and it focuses on right here, right now, when tomorrow's not even promised. Yeah, we could die going home tonight. I know I'm going to go to heaven. I know I got eternity. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to work for it. See, and that's a works-based salvation. Because if you sow your seed or you do this, then God has to respond. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's not a life of faith. It's a life of works. Work, 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 work. That's why it's wrong. Because it, you, it's upon you. It's, the choice is yours. The decision is yours to, to, to give. If you give, then God's going to give back to you. That's why you see um, all these, you know, I'm not even going to call them pastors or teachers because they don't teach nothing, but these heretics rolling around with really nice cars, mansions, and all these kinds of, you know, good, good living and things like that. And the people that are, that are listening to them barely can make the rent. You know what? That, that's the sad thing, too, is that people who are unbelievers see that as Christianity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's that, and that's the very reason why, um, actually, not, that's not the only reason, but I mean, that's one of the reasons why yeah. people are so, such in opposition to the church. Yeah. Christianity, quote unquote. And so that's why I even mentioned earlier, real Christianity, because real Christianity does not look like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let me just share a little story to, to what you, you said to that, Justin, because mm-hmm. uh, 
uh, at my work where when people found out I was a pastor, like, oh, so you're rich now. I'm just like, what were you talking about? Like, no, like, if anything, if anything, I give my money to, towards, you know, towards uh, outreaches and stuff that we do. It's like, anything, I'm, I'm not rich. If anything, I'm If broke. anything, I'm giving, you know, I'm giving things. So, so yeah, they're like, oh, you know, because of all the ties you get, you know, like, oh, you're a pastor, you're rich, look at you, this and that. I'm like, nah, you don't even know. You don't even know. <laughs> see, see, it's not wrong for a pastor to get paid. Yes, if he dedicates his life to the gospel... I mean, he, he does deserve a wage. You know, the mm-hmm. Bible even says that the ox is worthy of his wages. Yeah. You know? And so I feel like, you know, well, I know that pastors should should get paid and having enough enough to get by. You know, it's not super mention all la capital, just, you know, God will supply his needs. His needs. Exactly. Amen. <laughs> yeah, dude, so... Uh, not only that, you know, but in the crusades, quote unquote, that you know, like Benny Hinn has, I'll, there's real sick people that go hoping to get healed, and what do they do? All the real sick people, they kind of shove them to the side, out of the camera's view, mm-hmm. and it's all staged, it's all orchestrated, and so they have their people already ready to fall on the floor and pretend to give testimony that oh, I came in with my leg hurting, and now it doesn't hurt. <laughs> Benny Hinn healed me. Or or what is it? The Todd White Todd on White, YouTube? The leg, the leg I didn't things. know one of my legs was longer oh, than the other. And oh, that's why no. I had back problems. <laughs> really? <laughs> really bad. There is a lot of people with short legs in, <laughs> in this country, if that's the L- truth. Like, man. it fixed my back. And I was like, what? Everybody has back problems. Everybody has one leg longer than another one. And there comes Todd White, you know, finding the solution and, and extending everybody's legs. Mm-hmm. That's just a joke, man. That's I, just a big joke. What, one other false teaching. Um, that so so some of the ones that we we addressed was like the health, wealth, and prosperity, and also to like the faith movement, right? That's been going around. I think another false oh, the teaching. the word of faith. The word. Of yeah, faith, the word yeah. of faith, which is like if like things won't happen if you don't have enough faith, and not and, only that, but speaking it into existence. Oh yeah, so that's another one. Wouldn't that fall that, under that's the category of, faith, of the yeah. attraction, though? The law of attraction. Yeah. Yeah, I think they, they all tied in together. Law of attraction, word of faith, and the prosperity gospel. Cause I think yeah. they all go, they, they all come together as one. Yeah, they're just basically. different aspects of the same heresy. Now, faith in itself is not bad. We are to have faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. But, but when it's taken out of context, and when people start to use scripture in that, in that sense of like, well, if, if you have enough faith, this will happen or if you have enough faith this will happen for you and so that's where this whole movement is really gaining its ground from they actually believe that there's power in your words to create oh like your words create a reality now i never heard that but i'm only thinking of well we're made in god's image and didn't God create or spoke everything exactly. into existence? Is exactly. that what they're trying to go no, for? Yeah, oh, that's man. exactly what it is. So it's, it's, they make a, a connection that shouldn't be connected or mm-hmm. is not connected. So it goes as far as to say, uh, it, go, it all ties in together even with what Creflo Dollar has said, what Kenneth Copeland has said, what Joyce Meyer has said, that we are, since we're made in the image of God, we are little gods. If uh, If a cat produces a cat if a cow produces a cow and if a god 
makes man, what is he making? He's making little gods because he's a god. He's God. So God produces other gods. But God also made animals. They're not little gods. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. See, it could be debunking just one sentence like that. Yeah, God made all the earth. Earth is not. Are those oh, God animals? Actually, you know what? Every, everything nowadays can become a god to somebody. Because nowadays Hinduism. people worship, you know, Mother Earth. They worship the tree. They worship animals. Hinduism, they, they, they have like millions of gods. So, oh, yeah. So everything is, is a god. A tree, a cow, and everything. Yeah, so that's true. So they might as well be Hindus. And it's all, it's all under the shadow of the New Age movement, which is a law of attraction and speaking words into existence. And God has to reply to those words because you have, he's obligated to fulfill what you say. Mm-hmm. And so now you're controlling God. Yeah. So now God is bound by your words now. Damn. So they're making God out to be a genie, in in the sort of sense. In yeah, no, sense. yeah, a yeah. genie and and that's scary. When you think and about that, and submitted to you, to your will. When we're not now, we're not submitted to the Father's will. Now He submitted to our words. He has to fulfill what we say because we said it in faith. We said it in power, and now He has to fulfill that word that we spoke. Now He has to do His end of the bargain yeah. because we said it. Yeah. So if you're believing for that new car, speak it, brother. Speak it, and it will come to you. And that's the law of attraction. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a new age teaching that the universe, well, you, well, you speak into the universe, the universe will respond to that and make it into a reality. That's a straight occultic teaching. It's not Christianity. That's crazy. And, and, that, and another false teaching, too, is the, I guess you would say, is the sinner's prayer. Yeah, um, having people believe that just by saying one prayer you're saved and that's it, and you come you come with all kinds of different teachings from that. Then, then if you said that prayer and you got quote unquote saved, and then you fall into sin, now you lost your salvation. Yeah, and that's another just horrible teaching that you can lose your salvation. God has fully secured us with an eternal glory. What he started, he will finish, and he will not let none of his sheep perish. That's John chapter 10. So basically, if you don't know, the sinner's prayer is usually just a prayer that um, is voiced out for others to repeat. Basically saying the, the basic gospel, which is that Christ came in the flesh, lived the perfect life, was crucified on our behalf, and after the third day, he rose and ascended into heaven and basically, um, what some people would say is that if you believe that, you are saved. If you said it in faith. Now, 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 there is truth to that. If we do believe that, mm. we will be saved. Yeah. But it's it's when people go and say that just by that prayer alone, you are saved. Yeah. Now you're in the Now, there are people God. that are saved that believe that and might even pray that. But, I mean, I mean, when we get saved, we do end up crying out to God. Yeah. In one way or another. I mean, I could look back to when I got saved... Although I've said that, you know, quote, unquote, sinner's prayer many times, I wasn't saved until, um, like I've said before in, in um, the foundation episode, our first episode was when I cried out to God, mm-hmm. you know, not knowing what to do. And it was from, you know, from, from my heart that I cried out. And, and I believe, you know, during, during that very night I got saved, I was born again because everything was different. I now 
lived for God and it was by God alone, I'll, I'll continue to move forward because I was leaning off of everything on my own. And, and I have deceived myself into being saved. Yeah. And I understand the, the heart behind that because people who, who, you know, do that sinner's prayer thing, I mean, they're not all, you know, prosperity teachers. There's, there's no, of course. solid brothers, you know, that are born-again Christians that, ha- that do, you know, go to this kind of prayer. And, you know, their heart is behind it, you know, so they actually think that, you know. But that's why follow-up is always important from that, too. And yeah. that's why, like... Like, I'll, I'll even go to say, sometimes our pastor will go on to say that, but I know our pastor, and I know the heart he has behind it because yeah. I know that we do have a follow-up. We have a discipleship here. Yeah. And and most of the times, people that do come up and pray that they want to draw closer to God. Yeah. I mean, we have a small congregation. I mean, there are some times where we only have 10 people. <laughs> and there are days, you know, the most will max out at 40. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, we're a small church that know who everyone is, and so usually... You know, when when people will go on to say that prayer or whatever, we're we're able to follow behind that. But I'm talking yeah. about just like people who do the crusades, uh, those, those big those big uh, functions okay. where there's no follow up. What about Greg Laurie then? I was gonna say yeah, that's coming up. Greg so, Laurie yeah. and Billy Graham. Now, with Greg Laurie, th- this is my own personal opinion. I like listening to some of his. Te- I haven't listened to him recently, but I like listening to some of his teachings. And from when he does the Harvest Crusade, right? Yeah. I see where there can be a follow-up because I've been down there on the, the, pl- the what's it the called? The grass area. The grass area, right? When, when, when people are called to go down there and, and, and there's prayer and all that. And then he has workers that, or I don't know what you call them, but they, they go out with the Bible and, and they ask for your information so that you can get plugged into a local church. Oh, okay. So there's that that goes on, on the, at, at the field if, if you want. Now, as far as just like, I don't know. And I guess that just goes on to, to other people's opinions because, I mean, there are people that will see that and be like, no, that's not real conversion or that's not real anything. But I mean. Yeah, I don't, because I, um, I think last year, well, I don't know where it's gonna, when it's going to be the 30th anniversary, whether it was last year or it's going to be this year. I think it's this year. For the Harvest Crusade? Yeah. I thought it was last year, no? Something like that, right? Okay. Well, it's yeah. coming up either way. Yeah, yeah. It was weeks. it last year, it's going to be this year, but they said that uh, since uh, they started that, um, that they have uh, have had 500,000 confessions of faith. Now, see, it's all in the wording. See, exactly. Right. Exactly. Because that's, that's yeah. why I said. So not, not true conversions. Confessions. Yeah, yeah. confessions. They had confessions, okay. but how many that, conversions? Conver- how many of that were transformed lives? Now, it's not impossible... For someone yeah. to be converted at one of these events is not, no. you, you know, even Billy Graham, even, you know, because he went crazy towards the end of his years, too. But um, people, I, I believe, could have or have been mm-hmm. saved through one of these things. Of course. Is it 500,000 people? Uh, probably not. It's kind of real, true conversions. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be... Low, I think. It's going to be low. I think one of the statistics, another, I, I forgot what it was, but it was saying that the turnaround usually for people who have made a profession for Christ, right, is, is mm-hmm. another thing that they would call it, um, out of those that ended up staying and sticking and, and being discipled and continuing in the faith would be the 6%. 6%? Yeah. Well, compared to how many... Uh, 
people have come in 30 years. I mean, I don't know what that. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that would look like. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, but I mean, that, I'm, I'm just addressing just like another portion of what a false teaching could be. Yeah. Any, yeah. I mean, when, when you're looking towards a prayer as a means of salvation, then that's something else because we look towards Christ as a means for salvation. Yeah, and I don't think no one's going to have to tell me. Yeah. No, one, no one had to tell me what to say. I just knew that I was a sinner yeah. and that I, need, I needed mercy from you God. You cried out to God on, yeah. on the night of your conversion as yeah. well. And that's the thing I think that it shouldn't be the teacher, the pastor's job to tell you that you're saved. Yeah. It should be the Holy Spirit drawn to you and it's revealed to you like, man, God, like I'm saved and God's confirming it with me. Yeah. Not really that's so much the as the person says. tells you, you know? That's what the scripture says, that, yeah. that the Holy Spirit testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. And so you even, um, let's just go to um, more of doctrinal Heresies and doctrinal okay. things that that we can say that. So then, what's the difference between a, heres, a heretic or heresy compared to a false teacher, false teaching? See, a heretic purposely blasphemes or teaches against sound doctrine. Okay. For the means of gain. God, that's what would be a heretic. They blaspheme the name of God in the way that they teach. So, a heresy would be this, and I've heard this teaching from uh, Bill Johnson from Bethel Church, and I heard it from Todd, Todd White, that Jesus was not God. He was not born as God. He did not come as God. Mm-hmm. He only became God when he got baptized, and then the Holy Spirit fell upon him, and then he became God. That is a heresy, because we know that we did the Is Jesus God episode. We showed you guys from, from the scriptures that yeah. Jesus has been God. He has been with the Father even in eternity past. He has always been God. He will always be God. He did not set, set aside his deity. That's another thing that they say that he came as a human being 100%. And he got his deity back at baptism or something like that. And so that's oh, that's a heresy. That is heresy because... Well, that's why we did the deity of Christ, the yeah. Jesus God episode, to show you that Jesus has always been God. Have you guys heard that one before? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard that one. So that so in a way, it's like kind of like now you can be doing the same things as yeah. Jesus, like every single thing as see, Jesus. See, like, hey, there well, you go, that's, and that, and that that's ties in, in. Yeah, yeah, that that ties in that now all the things that Jesus did, you can do and more. So now mm. they're taking that scripture out of context. There's all the things I have done, you can do, and more. And so, because he was a man empowered by the Holy Spirit, you're a man empowered by the Holy Spirit, therefore you can do more than Jesus. And so they lift man up and dethrone Jesus Christ. That's real. No, I I see that as a root issue of not knowing the true gospel. Yeah, not, not knowing the scriptures. Not reading the Bible because yeah. because there are some people that that you know I, I would say even myself when if when I didn't fully um, look into the scripture and study it myself that people will believe that the gospel is just Jesus Christ dying on the cross not knowing why yes or the purpose mm-hmm. behind it and and it's when you have that view of the gospel you go on to say well you know just as Paul even addressed in one of his letters too that he endured more than Christ. Mm-hmm. 
but that wasn't by means of, of, of a boasting or even just of salvation, but it was because Jesus Christ took on the wrath of God that no one was able to take. Yeah. That is the reason why we are even able to be declared righteous. It was because of that transaction that took place on the cross. Mm-hmm. Not that he, he, he got whipped and, and hung on a cross. Yes, that, that played its part in it, but that wasn't by means of salvation. What was by means of salvation was that he took of the cup of wrath. Yeah. And, and only he was able to take it because he was holy and righteous. And the only one that was able to do so, we weren't able to. Exactly. And so that's why even historic confessions are important, like the Nicene Creed. Um, the Westminster Confession, too? Yeah, all those confessions yeah. uh, it's, it's important. Um, it's actually in the back of your Bible. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> uh, uh, these, these, these uh, confessions were written to, to, to establish, okay, this is what we believe. To bring clarity to... Yeah, to bring clarity to the scriptures that this is mm-hmm. exactly what we believe. This is what we get from the scriptures. So um, when the Nicene Creed was written in 325 AD around there, there was a man named Arius uh, who would... You would equate to a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> it was basically teaching what the Jehovah's Witness uh, teach that um, Jesus was a lesser being of God. He was a God, but not God Almighty. And that's what the mm-hmm. Jehovah's Witnesses say. And so that's when the Nicene Creed comes into pay, play, and it says that Jesus was uh, truly God from you know truly God. He was really God from eternity past, fully man, fully God. So even historic confessions of faith are written to purposely contradict false teachings. So then now moving forward, you know, we talked about what is false teachings. Um, the common false teachings that we could hear today, you know, at, at most big churches or even just in the movements that are happening around us. But then also uh-huh. too, like, what are some big names that, that you guys can think of which would fall under this category as a false teacher? <laughs> Where do I begin? Okay, anybody <laughs> that knows me knows where I stand. <laughs> knows who, who I am not down with and knows who I, you know, am down with. And so if you if we want to just just make a name, make a list or something, uh how about you guys start? <laughs> Alright, look, I'd say whoever's seeing this or not, don't get offended. We're just trying to uh, help you. Yeah. We want, we want you to grow and to have the real hope in Jesus. So I'd say the first one that comes to mind is Joel Osteen. Yeah, always. Uh, I can, if you want, I can just name them down. You know, uh, Kenneth Copeland, Creflo Dollar. Uh, it, if anybody, should, like, you know, sends me one of their quotes or, like, you know, if I see it on my news, I'm like, what the heck is this? Like, <laughs> don't be sending me this. Like, I don't need this in my life. You know what I mean? Because um, yeah. I see a lot of people, uh, you know, I don't really go on Instagram or anything. I, I, I go on on Facebook um, and, you know, people are, are sharing quotes or, you know, I just see it on my news feed. And I, I'm just like, really? Like, how, this is like, you can, a person who's reading the word of God and is in the presence of God is going to recognize that's a false teaching right there. Yeah. Especially with, um, you, you know, Creflo Dollar just uh, wanting to accept, you know, the Snoop Dogg gospel album. Oh, or, yeah, yeah. You know, even on, you know, Rapzilla, you know, just uh, posted a, um, 
a question saying, what would you do if Kanye West led worship at your church? I'm like, dude, are you serious? Kanye West is a blasphemer. And, like, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Like, Kanye West is a straight blasphemer. And, and, you know, if you're listening to that music, like, like please stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, you're deceiving yourself. And, uh, you know, it's not to be hatred or not not to offend anybody. It's, it's to, to help you grow. As our saying, grow as we grow. Yeah. And we just want to see you grow and uh I mean, that, I don't know, Justin, you got anything to say about that? Because, I mean, well, yeah, there's I, a lot I, to say, but... I mean, yeah, man. I'll point out Todd White. And, yeah. uh, well, I mean, other than what you've already mentioned, those those are the ones that I would consider false teachers who, who continue to teach wrongly yeah. the scripture. I mean, there are other teachers out there that have false teachings, but I, I wouldn't consider them a false teacher. They they have wrong implications sometimes, but they don't stray away from the gospel. If that makes sense. <laughs> that, 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 that's that smile on Martin's face. Like, I already know what a, he's going to say. That's a meme right there. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. What are you going to say? Everybody knows my beef with Stephen Furtick. All right, that's not no surprise to nobody in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so I strongly disagree with everything that Stephen Furtick has ever said in his entire life. <laughs> <I'm just playing. laughs> no, see the thing. I was like, that's not what you told me earlier. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> no, no. See, this is the thing that uh, Stephen Furtick is a tricky one because although I do disagree, disagree. I mean, with mostly everything he does, uh, he has gone to seminary and he ha- he he does make some actual factual historical statements that are true mm-hmm. like he he does try to uh like get the context or the background of the scripture that he mentions not that he's preaching on but that he mentions and so he just goes off and says some we he he'll read the scripture and he'll give his its correct context and background and you know praise god for that but then he just goes off like he's like a rocket he just goes off on a totally different, you know, um, rant on something else. And then he brings up toys and props. Uh, I'll just say that randomly. There's like like a, a prompt or something. Then he has like, a water where'd gun. Where'd and he, he stands on his table and goes and stands on a chair and goes, if I'm sitting in this chair and not in this chair over here, but God calls me to go to this chair, but I want to stay comfortable in this chair, I'm not doing the will of God. It's like, okay, we have scriptures to talk about this and make perfect examples you know it's coming it's, it's dumbing down the word of god it really is because then he 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 preaches laying down in one of his sermons he's laying down on the pillow sometimes we're too comfortable in life like okay like i don't need you to lay down i see that as like a ezekiel put into you know putting a display I know, but we of got the, the scriptures we got the scriptures already though man like open up the text and read from the text and preach from the text you know? i'll say the yeah. audience in the background ooh. yeah that was my ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I have heard, I have heard also that, you know, because Stephen Furtick, Bill Johnson, and Brian Houston from Hillsong, um, they have what is called the bullpen, where they purposely have people in the front to do those kind of sounds to make it seem like what he's saying is so profound. Maybe people, oh wow, oh okay, oh okay, yeah. I got you, okay. I've okay. heard, I've, I've heard that, you know, around the block. I mean, so, so uh, Stephen Furtick, although he has major errors and is v- dangerous to listen to, I don't know if I would call him a heretic just yet. You know, so we, we can't just 
be just throwing that word out there yeah. and calling the whole world a heretic because you disagree. There are teachers that will, you know, make wrongs sometimes. Make errors, yeah. I've make said errors. I've said things that I was like, uh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Serious. Dude, I looked at <laughs> some notes. Yeah. I remember, um, I think it was our first time going to camp or second time going to camp as a church. This is like years ago, mm-hmm. and I looked, and I, and me and Julie uh, found some some of our notes because we had a bunch of notebooks that we took notes in, and also some of the the studies that we made. And I look back, I'm like, dude, like, what the heck? Like, this is like, <laughs> like I'm like, dude, like, did I really here? preach this? <laughs> <laughs> I hope I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, other 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 false teachers, I would say, would be. Uh, uh, Brian Houston from Hillsong, uh, Carl Lentz from Hillsong, uh, <laughs> uh, who else? Uh, Bill Johnson, obviously. Uh, these these guys are, are are with more doctrinal heresies that are more undercover than than the straight out prosperity people. Mm-hmm. So you got to really be on your word to catch these kinds of kinds of heresies that come out their mouth. And that's why even oh sorry go no yeah no I was gonna say if I was into my word I mean their teachings sound nice yeah they sound good yeah but I mean if if I'm if I was into my word you know, I wouldn't catch that right away yeah yeah like it's only because we're we're in the word that we're able to see things for what they are yeah and because um, they sound nice they sound good but I mean they're not, I would they're not I, biblically correct I would I would say Joyce Meyer too Joyce Meyer falls under that car- car- what about TD category category yeah T D Jakes uh. That dude, uh, that dude's kind of, it's kind of weird, because uh, he gets stories from the Bible, and he flips them like all upside down, like, like the I heard him say something about the upper room, you know, the disciples. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only when you're in the correct room, where the spirit moves, you got to be in the room. Are you in the room? Or are you out of the room? And and it's weird things like that, but he, I know he denies the Trinity too. He he's a he's a I don't know if he's a Unitarian or, or Oneness uh, Pentecostal, but he denies the Trinity. I know he does. I've heard him say that. No, yeah, no, so what you're saying with TD Jakes and not only TD Jakes, but you know Joe Osteen, all these have done this. When when you have a celebrities who are unrepentant going to the church and they oh, yeah. feel comfortable being there yeah. it's because you're not preaching the, the gospel truth, yeah. or not preaching about sin like uh, Oprah goes to Joel Osteen's church oh yeah and that she's girl a straight new like, ager yeah that no yeah, yeah you shouldn't be shouldn't don't be listen to Oprah don't listen to Tyler and Perry or Tyler Perry that goes to T.D. Jake's church yeah and it's like all, all of a sudden he's speaking in tongues and prophesying yeah in his movies he's playing like a woman and it's like yeah what? Um, like, like, doesn't add up, you know? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, I mean, it's a movie. <laughs> so, so, so you just watch, you watch making, that? No. Hey, just is making a funny face, so he's not being serious, yeah, okay? Not, that's another meme. Relax. <laughs> well, I mean, there are people that play, like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so how about more uh, doctrinal errors like the Trinity? What if someone denies the Trinity? And then and that's another thing, because, I mean, before we started recording this, I was asking Martin, like, can we consider things that are, aren't explicit in scripture, meaning that you can't find it like direct verse scripture about it versus implied, which is something that we can imply by reading the word. So things that are implied or that has been, which is, for example, the Trinity, which is not explicitly, doesn't say Trinity in its vocabulary, but we can imply it because of what we read in the scripture. 
So, like, would that be considered false teaching if someone doesn't believe in the Trinity, but yet they believe in the Word of God? So, in the Reformed tradition and the Reformed theology, mm-hmm. which I am a student of, uh, yeah, it would be considered a, a false teaching. Because that's mm-hmm. denying the very character and nature of God himself. So, I would say yes. All right. Sorry, sister. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I mean, other than that, I mean, what what else are another common false teaching that that you have heard of? The to not take the Bible as the full revelation of God, meaning uh, that there's more out there. There's more out there. Uh, the whole prophet prophecy thing, where you you. You know, God told me this, and God told me that, and then they start quoting. Thus saith the Lord. Yeah, they start quoting the Holy Spirit that God told me to tell you that, you know, you're doing really good, or something's like. So I got a question then. Uh Uh-huh. What would you say of those who have their their name like, uh, I'm just going to, for example, like if someone has a title, the Prophet John. Oh, yeah. What would you say to the Apostle apostle this and, you know, oh, uh, bringing you a prophetic word from the Prophet so-and-so? So what, like what prophecy? You, no, no, not like prophecy. The title, the, the title actual title of, of apostle. I never heard of them. The title yeah. prophet. They present themselves as prophets or apostle. I'll be like, oh, I, I, didn't, I never read your book in the Bible before. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I'd be like, have you read Hebrews one? <laughs> There's no need for you anymore. So what yeah. are you even doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't exist. You don't exist. <laughs> so people even go with that title of apostle, and people will say, well, I'm a. I'm a lowercase a apostle, not a capital A apostle. I'm like, I don't know where you even got that concept from, eh? Like, because there's people that, that do that. The apostle this and that. Like, I don't know, there's going to be a 13th pillar for you in, in, in the city of God. No, yeah, that's why I, I, I respect our, our pastor. Uh, just a couple of days ago at a service, he mentioned that. He said, you know, uh, there's people nowadays that, you know, that consider themselves an apostle. He says, but we're a church that don't believe that. Amen. That don't believe Amen. that, you know, there was only those apostles that were in the Bible. Amen. He said that boldly to the congregation. I'm just like, Amen. that's my pastor. Right there. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, there's no more apostles. There's no more apostles. There's no more prophets title under the titles of prophets and apostles. Uh, the ESV does a real, real good job. Look, if you want to turn to Ephesians chapter 4, uh, it does a real good job of, of you know, the, this is how people get the, the Pentecostals. They get the fivefold ministry, prophets, teachers, mm-hmm. evangelists, and things yeah. like that. And so there you go. It says that there's apostles. But the ESV does a very, very good job because he says it gives us first the apostles. It adds that phrase, the apostles first, then the prophets, and then evangelists and teachers and this and that. So we can, yeah. What does it say? Did you, did you find it? What was it? Ephesians four. What? I have no idea. But well, uh, I, I, as you're looking for that, no, I just want to mention because the, the no the prophets. Uh, uh, it's mentioned in the book of Acts in the beginning uh-huh. that there there was prophets, but then you know later on as you go down the Bible, they they're slowly not mentioned anymore because there was there was no need for them anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they were mentioned in the beginning, but the, but then after afterwards they're. They're not, they're not mentioned anymore. Yeah. So, from all of what we've been speaking about as far as just false teachings and teachers that, that maybe we have brought up that maybe you listen, um, 
we encourage you. I mean, I I encourage you too is that be like a Berean. There you go. Yes. Anything that you receive from any of these pastors, you know, don't just take our word from it as far as saying that they're false teaching, they're a false teacher. I really challenge you that when they mention scripture, when they when they mention um, different verses and portions, go yourself, read the Bible for yourself, and study it and see what they say matches that scripture. Now they can, you know, they may say a scripture out of its context, and when you read that scripture by itself, it may match what they say. But go ahead and read in its context. Um, one of the things I posted on Instagram was context, and 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 I use an example of a letter that I I made up, you know, talking about um, just, anyways. But the purpose was to prove a point was that when things are taken out of context, it will never match to what the whole story is trying to say. And so that and so I encourage you be a Berean, go and test what these preachers are talking about. Even some of the teachers that maybe we didn't list. You know, go ahead and, and test it. And I would even challenge you to do that even in your own congregation amongst your fellow believers. Go ahead and test it. And and if something maybe is an error or even if is being falsely said, go ahead and bring it to a correction out of love. You know, don't go start rebuking your pastor. Don't start rebuking <laughs> your, your elders. You know, go ahead and, and bring it and, and, and make make note of it. You know, bring a correction to them. Because who's to say, you know, maybe they said it wrongly, you know. You don't know. Yeah, the difference between error and heresy. Yeah. Yeah, we don't go around just pointing out, you're a heretic, you're a heretic. Yeah. Put people on blast on Facebook, laying all your emotions out and all that. I've nah. <laughs> yeah, done that before, but kind of had to back away from that. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, to some trouble sometimes. But anyways, it's the, uh, and check out the American Gospel. Oh, yes. Have you ever seen the American Gospel? We'll put the link for the preview mm-hmm. in, the, in the description. Go check it out. Do yourself a favor and check it out. It tells a story of, of mentions the story of, of Costi Hinn. Two stories. Costi Hinn, he is a nephew of Benny Hinn, who was involved in the whole healings, prosperity. He was a catcher. Yeah. When they fall down and he caught the people. And he started, and he started just like Martin Luther, he started reading the scriptures and he got converted and, and he came to realize that what his uncle Benny was teaching is, uh, is false. So he even makes a statement that I, do, I no longer uh, associate with, you know, you know, with my uncle or any of the prosperity movement. He detached himself from it. And uh, Justin Peters also, who is a, he's a par- paraplegic. I mean, he can't walk. He is, 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 uh, his legs aren't, don't work right. And yeah. he has to walk with the crutches and stuff like that. Um, he used to go to Benny Hinn's crusades hoping to get um, healed. But um, they always pushed him off to the side. And he, and he went to the side where all the sick people were at. You know, he said there's people with respirators, people were like basically coming in on a, on a stretcher bed, mm-hmm. on, on like basically in a coma, hoping to get touched by Benny Hinn. And they're, they were just left pushed to the side out of the camera site. Damn. And it- so he came to realize like this is false. Yeah, that one tripped me out when I saw that. Yeah, because I've seen some of his teachings, and then I, and then I saw him like you know use the crutches. I'm like, whoa! I did not know that. Yeah, that I was not power. expecting that. I was not, I was not <laughs> expecting that. Spoiler yeah. alert. So he, hey, so he's walking with you know these these are uh, real things that hurt real people. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So get into the scriptures. Scripture alone is the authority for faith and practice. And mm-hmm. um, I was going to say one thing to even just add to that whole healing thing, too, is that, man, if, if, if there was a pastor that actually did that, how can you go and start charging people for that? Yeah, exactly. Especially like if you quote unquote have the gift of healing, you would think that as a Christian, someone who is a servant of God would go to hospitals where exactly. there are sick people and, and you know, you'll find it everywhere. And then and you would think that would be a means, but instead like charging people and yeah. people who aren't even really sick, they they come up and they just want the anointing. And then that's that. And man, I encourage you just as Martin, go ahead and watch that, that film. It's really good. Yeah. And it really just brings to light a lot of what we basically addressed. Yeah. It brings a lot light to a lot of that, what's going on today, and um, the damage it does. Yeah, amen. And so I found the scripture. Oh, there uh, you go. Ephesians chapter 4, 11. <laughs> <laughs> it says, and, and he gave the, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers. So it does a good job in saying, because the New King James and other translations, they say he gave apostles, prophets, and evangelists. And so everybody, you know, they get it. Okay, well, there's apostles, apostles there's prophets. Mm-hmm. But the ESV, which is based off of more, uh, the wording is more modern, but it's actually from older manuscripts that predates the King James and the New King James. And it says, so this is actually the, the more accurate translation would be the New American Standard Bible, the NASB, which Victor has. And it says, uh, so it says this, you know, so the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers. So just be careful of the people you listen to and even just what you hear. Always yeah. test it by the scripture. And that's what being in a brain is all about. Acts chapter yeah. 17. You know, uh, it says that, you know, Paul and Silas, they came preaching the word and, and it was received. But... Um, they search the scriptures daily to see whether these things were so. Yeah. So what we hear, if, we, if, you, if you feel that it's good, receive it and search the scriptures for yourself to see whether it's true. You know? And if it doesn't line up, well, then... Don't know what to say. Don't know what to say, <laughs> man. <laughs> I mean... Any I last know. words of encouragement, Victor? Um, no, just uh, all, all this... Uh, just reminds me of that uh, uh, that seven song end days or what is it called end days? Yeah. How how he talks about you know what's what's gonna happen in the end times and he he mentions about you know the false teachers that that people are following when they have accepted the mark like what are you yeah. gonna do and uh, just what, uh, remind me how, how he said uh, quit only listening to bishop homie read for yourself in other words <laughs> read the Bible for yourself yeah. and to you know just what Martin and Justin were saying it's. I encourage you to get into the Word of God. And uh, Matt, I always encourage this, but Matthew 6, 6 says, you know, go into the secret place, uh, close the door. And so I encourage you to do that. Go into the secret place, close the door, allow God to speak to you through the scriptures. And you pray to God and, and mm-hmm. pray that God would reveal and show you the truth. And not just follow the latest fads or, or just, you know, this person that sounded good. Because even the Bible talks about that. In the end times, there'll be people that that'll have tickling ears, only what they want want to hear, their desires want to hear. But we got to follow what the Word of God says. Uh, sola Scriptura. Yeah. We got to follow that scripture alone. So I encourage you, get into the presence of God. Amen. Amen.
And yeah, even uh, Second Timothy or First Timothy, it says that um, uh, the time will come where they will not endure sound doctrine. So all these things really just harden people to to real sound biblical theology. Mm-hmm. So beware, you know, just what Victor said. You know, get into the word yourself. You know what I mean? And uh, I think we mentioned that in another episode, uh, previous episode too. And we're gonna continue to say, yeah, <laughs> get into because the word, bro. Uh, I know it's something I mentioned where it's, I don't grow by my pastor. My pastor isn't my means of growth, although. By through, we do learn, through, we yeah, do learn through our and, pastor, yeah. I was able to hear the gospel, and also through my pastor, I was able to be encouraged to, to read the scriptures myself. Now, I, I continue to grow as I read the book at home because I mean, I only go to service two times out a week. We can't yeah. depend on just two services, I'm sorry, two hours out of the whole week by means of growth. Yeah. We would starve. Yeah, exactly. That's why we should be taking these Bibles at home if you have one. To go ahead and read it yourself and pray yourself. Amen. Yeah, if you're hungry, don't wait for someone to cook for you. You cook. Dang. You get into the word of God if you're, if you're, <laughs> you're hungry for the word. Get into the word. Don't you know wait what? For someone My to... wife would be amening you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? That, that also brings to light some of the things that's been happening recently, too. And what? Is that when, when there are... Uh, pastors who fall away from the faith or denounce oh, yeah, the faith yeah. mm-hmm. because there are people that look to their pastor by means of growth and salvation mm-hmm. they too leave the faith yeah that's why it's important we read our word for ourselves so if for any reason a pastor were to denounce the faith or leave you know the uh-huh. congregation that we too won't stray away but yeah. we will continue to be founded on the word because of what the word says Amen. Amen, Amen, brother. Amen, brother. Amen. So if you got any beef with us, send us an email at reformedrasa at gmail.com. Yeah, don't send it raw. Send it cooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I know this is a touchy subject. And I mean, if one of your favorite teachers or something was mentioned, you know, again, we didn't, it was not towards you. It's just we have just have a heart for the gospel, man. We, we have come to understand the word of God. Mm-hmm. And when we hear these kinds of teachings, it kind of... Uh, we just want to bring correction. Yeah, it boils my blood, actually, man. I rebuke you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you're still listening to this, uh, praise God. <laughs> yeah. If you have endured and you have listened to the whole thing, oh, man, may God bless you with the blessing of Abraham that he would multiply your seed yeah. abundantly. Yeah, because I know, I know we're going to lose some listeners after this, so... Hey, it is what it is, man. You know what I mean? We stand by the truth and in the word of God, you know? So go ahead and rebuke us or affirm of what we said at our email, which is reformedrasa at gmail.com. Share the episode, like the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Give a reason for five star. Don't just five star us and yeah, make it seem yeah. like we're on, uh, making on, fake accounts. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're on, if you have an iPhone and you're on Apple Podcasts, please hit that five star mm-hmm. button, por favor. We would appreciate it. Leave a comment. If and, you're on Spotify, share, yeah. follow us. Overcast, you can uh, follow us also on Overcast. Stitcher, Anchor, all kinds of anywhere podcasts are heard. <laughs> <laughs> share, share, share.
And grow as we grow. So once again, this is Reformed Rasa. We do it for the glory of God and for the edific- edific- edification of edification the saints. Of the saints. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're closing out with this one. Arato Vatos. Peace. God bless. One, two, one, two. Yeah. Special dedication to my brothers and sisters on the great continent of Africa. Saints in Malawi, Ghana, Nigeria, Kenya, Zimbabwe. Don't be deceived by what America send to y'all, yeah. man. Let me begin. While there's still ink left in my pen, I'm set to contend. For truth, you can bet will offend. Deception within. The church, man, who's letting them in? We talked about this years ago. Let's address it again. Yeah. And I ain't really trying to start beef. But some who claim to be part of the sheep got some sharp teeth. And cats get mean when you criticize them. But Jesus told us Matthew 7, 16, we can recognize them. And God forbid that for the love of some fans, I keep quiet and watch them die with their blood on my hands. So there's nothing left for me to do except to speak to you in the spirit of Jude 3 and 2 Peter 2. And I know that some will label me a Pharisee because today the only heresy is saying that this heresy. I'll dare to be specific and drop some clarity on the popularity of the gospel of prosperity. Turn off TBN. That channel is overrated. The pastors speak bogus statements financially motivated. It's kind of like a pyramid scheme. Visualize heretics Christianizing the American dream. It's foul and deceitful. They're lying to people. Teaching that camel squeeze through the eye of a needle Ungodly and wicked Ask yourself, how can they not be convicted? Treating Jesus like a lottery ticket And you're thinking they're not the dangerous type Cause some of the statements are right That only proves that Satan comes as an angel of light This teaching can't be believed without a cause The liars, you can achieve a crown without a cross And I hear it all the time when they speak on the block Even unbelievers are shocked how they're feasting the flock It should be obvious then Yeah, I'll explain why it's sin Peep the Bible, it's in 1 Timothy 6, 9 and 10 it talks about how the desire for riches Has left many souls on fire in stitches Mired in ditches Tell me who would teach you to pursue as a goal The very thing that the Bible says will ruin your soul Huh? Yet they're encouraging the love of money To make it worse They've exported this garbage into other countries My heart breaks even now as I'm rhyming You wanna know what all false teachers have in common? What? It's called selfism The fastest growing religion They just dress it up and call it Christian Don't be deceived by this funny biz If you come to Jesus for money, then he's not your God Money Money is Jesus is not a means to an end The gospel is he came to redeem us from sin And that is the message forever I'll yell If you're living your best life now, you're headed for hell Talk to him Jewel Osteen Let him know Crackle Dollar is a false teacher Benny Hinn is a false teacher I know they're popular, but don't let them deceive ya Talk to him T.D. Jakes is a false teacher Tell the truth Joyce Meyer is a false teacher let them know. Paula White is a false teacher. Use your discernment, let the Bible lead ya. Keep going. Fred Price is a false teacher. Tell the truth. Kenneth Copeland is a false teacher. Who else? Who else? Robert Tilton is a false teacher. I know they're popular, but don't let them deceive ya. Talk to them. Eddie Long is a false teacher. Let them know. Anita Bynum is a false teacher. Who else? Who else? Paul Crouch is a false teacher. Use your discernment, let the Bible lead ya. But false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their sensuality, and because of them, the way of truth will be blasphemed. 
And in their greed, they will exploit you with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle, and their destruction is not asleep. 2 Peter 2, 1 through 3.